0: It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. With all the activities that come with the holiday season,
1: it's easy to buy...
0: Come with us on a journey into the unknown.
1: Happy <laughs> New Year, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles Next Generation, the number one selling Muppet show in the country.
2: <laughs> the Muppets? No. We're not no, we're we'll not go sing singing. The Muppet too? We're not No. To, uh. No, we're, no, we're not singing. <laughs> no singing. You know,
1: yes. all in all, fairness, in, in all fairness, you broke my heart because I really wanted to sing.
2: Sorry. What can I say?
1: So you will pay for that later in the show.
2: I'm sure I will. I'm I'm more than positive that I I will.
1: want to thank you for this lovely... Uh, chapeau. Habitat, Habitat, chapeau.
2: You're welcome. Whatever. You're very welcome. Well, Happy New Year, everybody, and welcome to another, our first edition of <sighs> Ghost Chronicles Generation for 2017.
1: It should have been last month, but that's fine.
2: Well, yeah. So... <laughs> We kind of missed the beginning of the year. Sorry. I just, you know, I just needed a break. No, you know, know. it happens. Everybody was on vacation and
1: yeah. So people were dying.
2: Oh, uh, let's not go there. Let's not go there. We don't want people to die.
1: Okay. What is this? How come you're getting all the freaking light? I don't numbers? know. All right. Thank you. <laughs> thank there you. Here we are. Here we go. <laughs> Wait till I get a hold of that switcher. <laughs> yeah. Evidently. It's like uh, there's a fixation on there. What's going on here? <laughs> It's uh, Zach's way of uh, cutting me out of here. I'll fix it.
2: We would like to acknowledge uh, that Zach Anderson, our production assistant, illustrious production assistant, is uh, directing tonight because Russ is on a very well deserved vacation as well down in sunny Florida. You go, Zach. So, anyways, so it's in uh, Zach's capable hands.
1: Absolutely. So So that means we have carte blanche tonight. We can do whatever we want. Hopefully, we're
2: live and everybody can see us. (laughs) Yeah. You know,
1: well, versus the way the mics will play. That's right. Yeah.
2: That's right. No, yeah. we,
1: we got We got liquor on the set. We
2: yeah. do not. <laughs> stop. <laughs> okay. The, the school police will be in here. But busting right. this up, man.
1: All right. So enough of this uh, banter. Banter. Yeah, because it says right here in our paper. Opening whitty banter. Witty banter. Yeah. Wh- was it right say witty? Oh. Opening. I can't read your writing. Whatever. Anyway. So anyways... Um, You've prepared another one of your fabulous uh, of cemetery have. trippings. Of course I have. And where are we going today?
2: Uh, we're going to go all the way over to the next town of West Bridgewater. That far, huh? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So, Zach, if you can queue up cemetery tripping, we'll let her rip. Maybe. <laughs> Welcome to Cemetery Tripping, where I will feature a different cemetery in each episode that I hope you will seek out and enjoy as much as I do. As an avid Taffophile, or lover of tombstones, I spend a lot of time in the local New England area in the beautiful and historic cemeteries we have here. The stones here are like no others, and I have literally thousands of pictures of the intricate and symbolic carvings found on them. You can see my pictures on Facebook by doing a search for Cemetery Tripping. Today I would like to invite you to one of the oldest local cemeteries I have found in the Bridgewater area. It is the old graveyard in West Bridgewater, Mass, which dates to 1683. The area was first settled in 1651 and organized at the West or First Parish of Bridgewater in 1664. You can find this graveyard at the intersection of South Street and Cross Streets in West Bridgewater. This ancient cemetery has probably the most sun carvings that I have ever seen in one place. I counted twenty. The sun represents the soul rising to heaven, or conversely the sun setting on that person's life. I have seen these all over New England in various forms, but the carver or carvers have never been specifically identified. There were a few table stones, the first of which I saw belonged to Samuel and Susanna Hedson. His death in July 1692, hers in February 1699, and also the Reverend James Keith, born and educated in Aberdeen, Scotland, who died in 1719 and was a minister for 56 years in West Bridgewater. While table stones are very impressive, they usually take the brunt of New England weather and do not hold up well over the centuries, many breaking or crumbling to the ground. Daniel Johnson, who died in 1785, boasts two sole effigies on his stone, unusual for cemeteries in the rural areas. This is something more often seen on the stones of the wealthy in Boston. There were also quite a few examples of portrait stones, again not typical, as they involved intricate details to represent the faces of the dearly departed. Jerusha Bailey, who died in 1738, and Elizabeth Keith in 1758, both sport a death's head with crossed bones, a symbol of mortality. The cause of death for Mr. Timothy Phobes was stated on his stone, saying that he departed this earth after enduring a painful and lingering malady. When I came across the marker for free love Willis, I felt perhaps her name would have been better suited to the 1960s rather than the 1700s. Two Revolutionary War soldiers are recognized in the old graveyard, namely that of John Ames Captain 5th Company, 3rd Plymouth Regiment, a West Bridgewater native. And Sylvanus Ames, stated as hailing from Rhode island, but who was baptized in Bridgewater and died in 1788 at Valley Forge. The plaque states that his burial site is unknown, but I am sure they place the marker here in the Ames family plot in memoriam. The old graveyard is indeed a gem, and is far out in the countryside on a back road. But I enjoyed this cemetery because of the carvings I found there that are not typically seen in such rural areas. Although many stones were illegible, quite a few were still in amazing shape, and it was still exciting to stand next to stones with such rich history. And quite frankly, if you were over 300 years old, you wouldn't be in too great a shape either. Right,
1: Van Helsing? Actually, I am in good shape. (laughs) So there you go. <laughs> so anyways, this being the New Year's show, we have decided that uh, we would give everyone their horoscopes. Oh, lovely. It's free. <laughs> what do you want? You could pay big bucks for a horoscope. you got to get it free from Van Helsing. All right. So we're going to do three of them uh, at a time during the show. So the first one is Aries, of course. And this should be interesting because I read like crap. Yeah. Uh, 2017 for Aries will be a period of fun and adventure. I'm just saying. Uh, this might be a good time to start a new business. Don't forget to go for vacations uh, with your loved ones, too, in 2017. Health can be excellent if you are a regular in your exercise workouts. Are you? I'm getting there. Hmm.
2: I'm getting back there.
1: Love life will be blissful.
2: Ooh, I'm not Aries. It doesn't apply to for me. For
1: the Rams. <laughs> so They're talking about football team. Well, the Aries are the Rams.
2: Uh, ah, yeah. that's true.
1: Ah, uh, okay. So, anyways, so love life will be blissful for the Rams, provided you do not make promises that you cannot keep. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. it. Uh, okay, so that was for Aries. So. I mean, you can. You guys, Aries looks like fun and adventure, and going on vacation. Love life's great, man. Okay,
2: go to the next one. Fine, whatever. We only got an hour. All right,
1: 2017 horoscope prediction for Taurus, sign of the bull. Uh, let's see a harmonious and peaceful year for the bulls. Harmonious. Yeah, that works. Oh, there you go. Spirituality. Uh, you will. Spiritually, oh that's what it is. Spiritually you will be inclined towards finding your inner peace. Um and do not let your fears spoil your well being. Lover fears have a chance of becoming permanent. Wow. And married couples can plan on having a baby. Woohoo! A healthy <laughs> diet must be a healthy diet is a must if you do not wish to fall sick. So eat your vegetables. Sick. Fix six sick. Thick. Thick. So next. That, thank God. Uh, One more. 2017 is a year of major changes in the Gemini sign. Do not let your hyperactivity spoil your happiness this year. Be it career or finance, think long-term before planning. That's important. Ooh, Your psychic abilities, too, might also improve in 2017, Mm -hmm. which might help you understand your life better. The sun sign 2017 forecast suggests that this might be the year when you find the right partner. Oh. Just saying. it's not that nice? That's a special one. All right. I can't wait to hear mine. All right. Which so will be later on the show. We're going
2: to read some more of those later.
1: Oh, yeah? Well, you're going to read some. Thank God. Move. She's going to You'll hear it in English I'm, next time. Yeah,
2: you'll be able to actually know what's being said. So uh, brought a tear to my eye. So we're gonna, we're gonna, uh, since this is our New Year's, uh, I'm over here, our New Year's Eve show, New Year's show, Where not are you? New Year's Eve. Um, I'm here. Fine. <laughs> uh, we're gonna read you a ghost story from Ghost a Day. Great book, great. Book. By Ronald Kolek and Maureen Wood. Mm-hmm. There we go. Except that Maureen's name is first? Oh my glasses aren't up there. I need my glasses for this. This is itty bitty print. And now that I'm really old, see, I need these. Okay. So january first, seventeen forty five.
1: You look cute in them.
2: The bones ah the bones of General Mad Anthony Wayne, Route three hundred twenty two United States, or wherever the heck that is. General Anthony Wayne was one of George Washington's most brilliant commanders. Nicknamed Mad Anthony by his troops, he was at times quick tempered, but fearless and a brilliant tactician who was personally responsible for several key American victories. After the war, he retired to Pennsylvania and served in the state legislature. He later moved to Georgia and served in the the U.S. Congress. During the Northwest Indian War, he was called recalled to duty. After a successful campaign, he grew ill on the way home from Detroit, and on December 15, 1796, he died from complications of gout. General Wayne. Bad sausages, yeah. General Wayne was then buried beneath the flag in front of the blockhouse at Fort Presque Isle. Thirteen years later, his son Isaac returned to Fort Presque Isle to retrieve his father's body for burial in the family's plot. When they opened the coffin, they found that the body was in better shape than expected. Lacking adequate space in the Surrey to transport the general's remains, They decided to bring just his bones home. This is gross. With the help of a doctor, the flesh was removed by boiling the corpse in a big pot. Mm. Mm, Mad Anthony stew. Mm -hmm. Um, The flesh and water was then reburied at Fort Presque Isle, and the bones (sighs) were packed in a trunk. It has been rumored that on the way home, some of the bones (laughs) fell from the Surrey and were lost. So sad. I think his kid was a screw-up. What do you think? It might be.
1: Today, if you drive
2: along Route 322 on New Year's Day, Wayne's birthday, you might be lucky enough to spy the general's ghost wandering the road looking for his
1: bones. Get a bone to pickle, you son. <laughs> that is the worst.
2: I, I'm sorry. I wrote he, that, by the way. Yeah, I know. He needs to turn in his son card yeah, think so. he's really sucked at that. So, Fisher goes
1: through to left him where he was. <laughs> <To> st- <laughs> boil his bones.
2: Oh, please, please, yeah, please Anthony's don't stew. boil me there you after go. I'm... A soup. Nothing. Is this stew
1: or soup? I don't know. Well, Dead. no, if the. Is, well, whatever.
2: <laughs> it's broth if you boil the bones. Broth. If there's still flesh on there. Well, it was flesh on there. I would so believe that would be the that's the meaty, uh, meaty uh, part a of it. It's
1: stew. Right? <laughs> yeah, I see. We've turned over the no leaf. Oh,
2: awful. Yes. <laughs> There's that new
1: leaf we, we've out gotta, the window. We've got to get off the subject, out so the we better
2: get... All right. So, uh, what we have, we have a special treat for you. Right. Uh, all the no way... More <laughs> no more
1: stories. No more stories. We're going to shut up. Flesh no. and bones.
2: All the way from Scotland, Really. our very good friend, Stephen Scott, has oh, Scott sent Stevens, us... Stephen Scott I like to call him. Stop... Oh, stop messing as his name. Has sent us a very special video about... Oh. New Year's traditions in Scotland. Oh, that's cool. So please, let's uh, play that video. Zach?
0: Hi, everyone. A very happy New Year from across the pond in Scotland. I would like to thank you for giving me the opportunity to give you a little taste of some of the Scottish traditions that we have at this time of the year. Uh, in particular, uh, in Scotland, New Year was a bigger thing than for example, Christmas. Christmas was something that came along a lot later and the new year was very much a celebration of removing the old, bringing in the new and restarting with that perhaps chance to do more, to do better and to remove all the old obstacles that went in your way. That reminds me very much of a young boy that I was uh, and the life I had growing up in Ayrshire, where. Ayrshire Every Hugman one of the traditions was to ensure that the house was cleaned, and we had the old coal fire at the time, so you had to clean out the coal fire, you had to clean the house, you had to sweep everything down and make sure that for the new year coming in, everything was clean, everything was spick and span, and just as it should be, to bring in that same energy to the year coming. Because you didn't want to clean them, sweep things away in the first day of the year because whatever you did on that first day of the year would dictate how the rest of the year went. If you were throwing things out, then what you were throwing out, all the energy and the luck that was with those objects was also going with it. If you were sweeping things, you were sweeping away your luck for the coming year. And the night before the first day of the new year, we call Hogmanay. And there are many meanings, too many possible to go into in this short time that I have here at the moment, uh, as to what Hogmanay comes from or what it means or exactly how it comes about. But it represented a chance to go around and to express and to show a care and a concern and a consideration for everyone round about you. It also gave you a chance to go and meet friends, family, to meet your neighbours, to go out and engage with the people around you and to bring them gifts and celebration and good spirit to start the new year and to end the old one, regardless of how it was. I remember as a young boy, not being allowed into the house first because we have a thing in Scotland called the first foot. And the first foot through your door has to be a tall, dark individual, usually say stranger, but a, a tall, dark man. And there's belief that that even dates back to Viking times, because a tall, dark man was more likely to be Scottish, which would automatically imply that all blonde men look like Vikings. (laughs) Ridiculous. Uh, Anyway, moving on. Uh, On the back of that, there were also a lot of fire festivals, a lot of burning and everything that happened. And as... A young man entering a home in Scotland, we had to bring along coal and what was a thick, rich fruit loaf called black bun. And what the black bun and the coal represented was good luck, good hearth, good food for the upcoming year, for that house and its entire family. And that fire element carries on into other parts of Scottish folklore, where we like to burn things on New Year's. Uh, in Edinburgh the fire festival that takes place every Hogmanay with the fireworks and everything, you'll see that they also burn Viking longships, for example. Perhaps they celebrate victories, who knows? But uh, there are other places in Scotland where they swing fireballs around their head, where they carry a lit barrel that they would then, in the past times, have rolled down a hill to show where Druidic areas were that would have been very significant to the Druids at the time. There's a great deal of folklore, of Scottish tales and history that abound to do with Hogmanay and the start of the new year, but ultimately it comes down to one very simple thing. Looking forward to a new start, a new beginning, letting go of all the old and moving forward with your life and everything it represents. It's a wonderful, wonderful concept and a wonderful time of year. So on the back of that I'd like to wish you and all your viewers cheers, slange in Scottish, and Bleuna Bower, Happy New Year.
2: All right. How come we has liquor when we don't Have, I know. <laughs> Happy New Year, Stephen, and thank you for sending that to yeah, us. Yeah, black buns. That That's, was awesome. Yeah. We'll throw that black 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 fruitcake, black bun. Put that some... in with the soup. I don't know. January
1: <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> Anthony Soup and uh, Black Buns, that sounds good.
2: All right, so now that we've uh, heard a little bit about Scotland, we're going to land back here. We're going to do some more horoscopes. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's see. Now we're going to move on to cancer. Uh, 2017 is a year of difficult choices for the Cancerians. Mm. Be prepared for change in many aspects of your life. Do not go about splurging money. mm mm on expensive stuff that you don't need. Doesn't your mother always say that too? Your partner might need your help in overcoming their fears. Health and relationships for the crabs will need a lot of hard work in order to be stable. All right, so... That was uh, cancer. Leo, uh, the Leo sun sign predicts a fabulous year. Damn. You will be blessed with good luck and happiness. Don't keep waiting for the right moment in your job or relationships. Just enjoy the journey and learn as you go along. You never know, you might even win that lucky lottery that you have been buying for so many years. Ooh,
1: you're not Leo, are you?
2: No, I'm not. Correct. I'm way down the end of this list. Mm. Uh, 2017 for Virgo will need to be dealt with in a diplomatic way.
1: Oh, that's St. Jan.
2: Some old decisions i would imagine she has to be diplomatic with you okay some old decisions might create problems if you don't handle them the right way this is the right time to let go of relationships that haven't been working out what
1: are you saying out
2: the window out the window oh wow this is Jan's. wow Mm -hmm. and do not let stress get the better of you Mm -hmm. okay there you go so that's uh that's our three our next three so what's up what's up next on paranormal the news
1: Ooh! and well you know we're very 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 lucky to have this guy with us now yes, we are and uh he he's been with the, the show for a little while now right yes i can't even remember well how he's long. been
2: coming he was an audience our only audience member for yeah. years so uh but now you know we brought him on board
1: yeah and uh he's a good friend i can we call him a friend I hope so. Okay. So he's a good friend of uh, Thanks, ours, and uh, he is the uh, Mr. Paranormal Nate, and without further ado, the Paranormal Lose with Nate, whatever his name is.
2: No, roll the opening. Roll we the opening. Opening, <laughs> opening.
1: <laughs> well, maybe Wave,
2: not. Nate. Hi.
1: There we go. <laughs> Sorry, Nate. It's not, not, not my fault.
3: Since so this is the first uh, paranormal news of the year, I'm going to look back on his paranormal programs. Ghost Hunters started as a weekly one hour American ghost hunting docu soap TV series that premiered in 2004 on sci fi. During the majority of its run on sci fi, the program featured paranormal investigators Jason Hawes and Grant Wilson, who investigated places that were reported to be haunted. On March 3, 2010, Ghost Hunters aired its 100th episode, which featured an investigation on, uh, of Alcatraz Prison. On June 2nd, 2011, Sci-Fi announced renewing Ghost Hunters for an eighth season, making the series the longest-running reality series on the network. In, two, in June 2016, Jason Hawes announced that Ghost Hunters would be ending their relationship with the Sci-Fi channel after, at the conclusion of its 11 seasons and after over 200 episodes, which took place on October 26, 2016. And this show, for better or for worse, inspired me to get into this hobby called paranormal research. And I totally blame them for meeting people like Ann and Ron and Carl and Keith and Sandra Johnson and, and going to places I never would have otherwise. My next story is about kindred spirits and paranormal lockdown. At the end of The Ghost Hunters Era came two new paranormal reality TV series, both currently airing on TLC, their learning channel, Kindred Spirits and Paranormal Lockdown. Um, Kindred Spirits follows former Ghost Hunters cast members Adam Barry and Amy Bruni, who visit and help families who believe their homes are haunted and attempt to contact spirits and obtain evidence of a paranormal presence. Paranormal Lockdown follows Nick Groff, of Ghost Adventures fame, and Katrina Weidman, formerly of Paranormal State, as they confine themselves to 72 straight hours in haunted locations to try to capture groundbreaking evidence under the belief the longer they stay, the more the spirits will communicate with them and the more information they will gather about the unknown. The next one is about the Exorcist TV show. The Exorcist is an American horror-drama TV series based on the novel and is portrayed as a sequel to the film series. It debuted on Fox on September 23, uh, 2016. It's about two very different men must tackle a family's horrifying case of demonic possession in Angela Rance's home. Angela Rance, played by Gina Davis, is plagued by increasing frightening nightmares Her husband is slowly losing her mind, and her older daughter spends her time locked in her room. The two priests are brought together, and all their fates become entangled in the battle against an ancient force of evil. Every soul is a battlefield. In my opinion, the Exorcist TV series is a good addition to the film series, and better than the prequel and sequel films. It boasts a tense narrative that manages some legitimate scares and credible special effects, though the storyline is fiction, but but in my opinion, the subject matter is very serious and should only be watched by mature audiences. My last story is uh, about a haunting episode. On December 2nd, an episode of A Haunting, which is currently airing on TLC, called Dangerous Games, featured a story about the childhood home of Carl and Keith Johnson, the demonologist twins on Season 1 of Ghost Hunters. Featured in the interviews of their story include themselves, their sister Cynthia, and John Safis, the nephew of Ed and Lorraine Warren, who looked into this case in the 1970s in North Situate, Rhode Island. Of course it is dramatized of what actually occurred, but it's a good look into why Keith and his twin brother have been researching the paranormal, including the darker religious side of demonology and helping those who claim the similar experiences throughout their many years in the field. If you would like to know more about this case and others Keith has been involved with, please check out his trilogy of books called Parano- Paranormal Realities. And before I send it back to Ron and Ann, I have a, two shout-outs. The first one is about last week. There was a disturbance in the fourth. That force the actress who played Princess Leia passed away and I would like to tribute this paranormal, seg- paranormal segment. segment in her um, honor and her mother Debbie Reynolds who I know her from Charlotte's Web playing Charlotte in the um, adaptation back in the seventies and before I send it off and on a happy note, I'd like to wish Tim Weisberg a very and spooktacular happy birthday. Back to Ron and Ann.
1: Happy
2: birthday, Tim. Happy birthday,
1: You know what? Thank you, Nate. You yeah, uh, a
2: birthday noise maker.
1: You know what's really interesting, before I go on to the next horoscopy thingies, yes, is that think of all the shows that been I was almost say crappy shows, but think of all the shows how I'd be nice. <laughs> the paranormal shows have been on the for years. Really I mean going all the way back to uh Jane Doherty's uh, Dead Tenants and oh, yeah. and Patrick Burns and Haunting Evidence mm-hmm. and uh yeah. and all the way up to like Ghost Lab and uh oh God there's so many Ghost I can't, Lab. I can't even get over I mean my favorite of course was uh sorority, sorority Ghost Hunters and that was that I was good.
2: I think I missed that.
1: No, you never saw that one. I never Sorori saw that Boston. one. Oh, it was amazing! I, Absolutely, I, I, amazing. I they would know. take all these cheerleaders and lock them in a like a oh haunted God. location. Yeah,
3: we should, we should do
1: a lockdown, by the way. That would be a sure. good TV show. Oh, sure. Yeah, you know, somebody would die. I, but
2: one <laughs> of us would die by morning. But yeah, I'm, but
1: I'm pretty sure. But yeah. well, I'm I'm up for that. All right, so that's planned for 2017. There we you know. will do a lockdown. <laughs> Ghost Chronicles. Lockdown! Lockdown. All
2: right, read some more horoscopes.
1: All right, right, horoscopes. (laughs) Uh, 2017, Libra. Libra horoscope predicts forecasts, prediction forecast that this will be your year of discovery and innovations. Uh Uh-huh. Let your creative side come forth. Express your ideas to others so that they can understand your dreams better. You will be a leading example for everyone around you, and don't forget to spend quality time with your family and loved ones. Aww, is that sweet? That's sweet. That's a sweet one. Anyways, 2017 predictions for Scorpio. That's me. Oh, are you? Yeah. Oh, I have to read this one. Ah, uh, Scorpio. That'd Ford, be good. It foretells that this year you are in a hurry to put the past behind. Oh. You will take the initiative. To make your goals and targets work out for you, means you're going back to the gym. Thank God. Love affairs will be many. Many? <laughs> don't, don't tell my husband. Only a few serious, though. All right. <laughs> eat healthy.
2: All right, I'm working on that. <laughs> and if again. you
1: wish to be, fibri- if oh, eat healthy if you wish to be physically and emotionally fit. All right. There you go. Oh, there's another one.
2: Planning on that.
1: So you got all that? I, I got it. I want to know about all these love affairs. I got it. We have to open a whole section for the, the show. <laughs> <laughs> and love affair of the week great okay just kidding i mean love affair doesn't necessarily mean a person it could be like a love of food a love of fire. Oh, i definitely have a love affair with food yeah there you trust go. me so there you go so it could be innocent my genes know that if you too. listen it could be innocent yeah anyways uh sagittarius uh you what sagittarius whatever Uh, You will have the enthusiasm and willpower to move ahead with a firm mind. All right. Your social life will be amazing. Career and business projects will be challenging but profitable. Skin allergies. What? Skin allergies will need to be taken care of. Okay. Uh, the S word and romance will be at an all-time high for the, the in 2017. Word. Yes. Wow. There you go. All right. So what do we, we got? Got all our, of them? No. We still no. Have you more. have your last three. Oh, we
2: still have more. Okay. Yeah.
1: All right. All right. So, being the new year, right? Yes. We we ha- we contacted our favorite West Coast witch. Yes. And she prepared a little spell for us.
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: Th- that you guys can perform yourselves too.
2: This is a very easy spell. Oh. Yes, it's something that everybody has, the ingredients, ah. so definitely. So let's find our video from Marla on her spell for 2017.
1: Maybe.
4: Hi. Hi. All right, so for me, the new year is about cleaning things up. It's about leaving the past behind. Um, anything that's icky doesn't need to come into the new year. You've got to start fresh. So I came up with a spell, I found one today, called an egg bedroom cleanser. And that's a really good place to start because you spend a lot of time in bed. And all you need is one egg, or two if two people sleep in bed, and a bowl of water. And they say purified water, so pure water, whatever. All right, I sound like Ron. Um, So you get the egg, eggs, put them in a bowl under the bed with the water, and leave them there for seven days. has to be seven days now. The catch here is that if after three or four days the eggs start to smell foul, that just means it's like a vacuum cleaner bag and you had a lot of negativity in there and you gotta grab the eggs, toss them out, chuck them, bring in new eggs and last to, to finish out the seven days. And at the end of seven days your bedroom and hopefully your life, your your all those toxic energies that the eggs are supposed to be able to suck out of the atmosphere will be gone. So you know, egg, water, Clearing up the bed, hey, it's a good deal. Happy New Year. All right.
1: And that was brought to you by America's egg farmers. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Remember, brown eggs, the local fr- eggs <laughs> Local eggs are fresh, right? Okay, never mind. I thought
1: we weren't singing. Oh, well, do you want me to sing? Yes, no. Do you oh, want me to sing? Oh, no, listen? I do not. Right. I do okay, not. Fine. I do not. Oh, do I have so, a horoscope? No, you have no, a horoscope. No, I have a horoscope. So this and, is the last three horoscopes.
2: Right. Okay. The last three. And according according to Marla, so apparently I'm going to need a lot of those eggs since my love life is going to be looking up. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's going to be know. amazing. That's going to It's going to be amazing, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, for you Capricorns out there, um, I'm going to put my glasses on so help. I can absolutely read this correctly. Uh, the uh, forecast, uh, Capricorn Zodiac sign forecasts a year of peace and harmony. Awesome. Though you have a reputation Come of being God. practical, in 2017 the sea goats will see an innovative side to their personality. Love and romance too will be an important part of your life. This is a good year to get married. Oh. Astrology 2017 for the Aquarius predicts a year of excellent and positive opportunities. Be it love or career, you will flourish in anything you put your heart to. Work will be plentiful, and so will the remuneration. 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 Isn't it remuneration? Remuneration. 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 Remuner- the money. No, whatever. The pregnancy horoscope 2017 forecasts birth of a child for the water bearers in right. 2017.
1: Of course, it'll be Damien, but that's fine. <laughs> the
2: birthday horoscope <laughs> 2017 predicts that the Pisces sun sign people will be able to look at life in a positive and calm manner.
1: Hit it right on the nose.
2: Yeah, Mr. Calm over there. This cool demeanor will be the secret to their success in personal and professional life. Ah, The career prediction 2017 by date of birth warns you... Not to let your dreams and illusions stop you from achieving your goals. There you go. Fulfill all your projects with the utmost sincerity and integrity.
1: Sincerity and (laughs) integrity. You sure that's Uh, (laughs) my
2: Yeah, it says right there Ron Kohler. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's what I was thinking. (laughs) So, anyway.
2: I don't think that one's quite accurate. Anyway, it's
1: pretty dead on. Sure. Sure, yeah, sure, sure. So, anyways. All right, so. Since we were going to do this show last week, which would have been before the new year, right? I was actually researching uh, different traditions around the world, what you should do to bring you, like like what they did with Stephen Scott's, you know, yeah. what to bring you certain things to happen. Okay. So, I started doing the research, and then I found out, for instance, that in uh, Brazil, it's considered lucky to wear yellow underwear. On New Year's Day, okay, and I found out that in Italy, uh, people wear red underwear to bring romance really in the New I'm Year.
2: Really, afraid right now. So, of where this is going?
1: I consulted a panteologist Oh, <laughs> and I found out something I never knew: the color of your underwear. Means something. Really? Yes. Really? And, and the headline of this says, what does your underwear say about oh, you? Oh, my God.
2: If you can hear our control room right now, folks, okay? Maybe you can hear them because they're rolling on the floor in there. But anyways.
1: This is serious stuff. I mean, I don't, now, people chose their underwear like, you know, sometimes they just grab it randomly. Yeah. And yeah. The, or whether you chose it with great care. Yeah. These all mean something when you chose it. And you might not consciously How know. many
2: pages is that? It's, I'm it's
1: really just, just the colors. It's just oh the my colors. God. There's nothing bad about this. You know, as I said, underwear are not panties. Oh, did I say that? <laughs> all right. So underwear can be read like a mood ring. You know what a moon ring is back in the Yes. Is that 60s I remember and 70s? moon rings. Do you remember mood rings? Ah, uh, yeah, they had them. And yep. they changed color, right? Yes, they do. Yeah, okay. So by picking certain underwear for the day, and this could be male or female. doesn't have to be female. Uh, you're really stating something. This is your mood, whether you believe it or not. <laughs> okay. Okay.
2: Purple. I'm trying to see how this fits into the paranormal
1: world. Well, it's horoscope. Predictions. i it. It's predictions. Okay. All this right. is predictions. Okay. All right. okay. Sure. So, purple. Purple is rare in nature, but not so in underwear drawers. Did you know that? Do you know the average woman, by the way, has 35 pairs of underwear in her drawer? Absolutely. Okay, just thought you. I do know that. Yeah, that's that's a true. Fact. I probably have like according 50. To, according to paneologist that's what they tell me.
2: Because uh, you know, it's a big decision in the yeah, morning. You is. need a lot to choose from.
1: Absolutely. So purple is one of the most common underwear colors out there. <clears throat> yeah. Is it? Uh ah, uh, maybe. Whatever. Uh, and why shouldn't it be? Purple people are soft, romantic. Uh, Purple underwear isn't just for one-night standers. Oh, no, no, no. It's most likely for long-term relationships. Okay. Purple people can be vulnerable and delicate and precious, must cherish purple people. So if you're wearing purple in that day, that means you're looking for a little love. You have to be cherished and hugged. So, anyways, next color, blue. Blue, whether light or dark, there is no negative interpretation. Okay. Blue is a color of honesty, integrity, and honor. That's me. So, if you wear blue underwear, you're honest, integrity. They're blue is also the color of peace. right up Nate's alley? Peace in healing, and has positive effects on the human body. Wear blue. If you want to put your best foot forward okay. and show that you are a per, the perfect version of you, vision of you, version of you, whatever. So blue is good. All right. Okay, so you got that.
2: We're going to make it through the full spectrum in the next yeah, half we, an hour. Yeah, we should do. Green.
1: <laughs> all green right. is associated with green. peace, growth, and prosperity.
2: Oh, uh, well, yeah, money, yeah.
1: right? Various shades mean various things, but they all have a common thread. The earth, earthiness, emotional healing, protection, and stability. Green is the perfect for a first date or when you were looking to relax. So it's got that calming effect, you know. So green, you know, yeah, lucky. Green. Well, no. Right? No, no, no. no. You want
2: to get lucky? Yeah, I don't.
1: Yellow is lucky. <clears throat> so, anyways, speaking of yellow, yellow is the next
2: one. Yeah. Uh, in Brazil, right? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yellow, yellow as we like to say. Yellow, as long as it's bright, symbolizes the joy, freshness, and intellect. Sunshine, happiness, enlightenment are all associated with this fun color. Woo-hoo! In fact, yeah, wait, where? Okay. Know, Woo! Fact, most people trying to be unique will buy yellow underwear, even though only about 9% of the people actually wear them. Din- I have
2: no yellow underwear.
1: Okay, uh, dingy yellow, ver- dingy yellow versions uh, represent <laughs> decay, sickness, caution, and jealousy. So be careful to get new underwear. <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> Thank you. Orange, orange. If you wear orange, does anybody wear orange underwear? I have orange underwear.
2: Yes, I do. You do? Really, <laughs> huh?
1: Yeah, I do. Okay, orange si- signifies wisdom. Now you know everything about me. Prestige and wealth. Awesome. Orange is the underwear choice for when you're looking to try to look your best. And it contains creativity and success. Orange contains all of the joy of yellow along with the passion of red. Orange can stimulate one's appetite. Ah, uh-huh. oh, that's where you get your that's appetite. That's Yeah, problem. Orange
2: underwear.
1: If I knew it. Yeah, orange underwear. That's your it. problem.
2: There was a reason that he wouldn't tell me what his secret plan was. Okay. Right.
1: right. This is it. Yes, underwear. It is. Okay. No, it's predictions. All right. It's, it tells it always you.
2: Predi- underwear predictions.
1: It is. It tells right. you the mood you're going to be in for the day and what's going to happen to oh, you okay. today. All right. So even though you might not think about it, it happens. Oh, thinking about it now. Red. I'm sure you're aware that red represents passion, right? But it also represents courage and excitement. It is associated with impulsiveness and can represent physical energy, lust, passion, and desire. Grab a pair of red undies if you're out for the night on in the town. Woo! And you might end up somewhere you shouldn't. Just saying. Just saying. Pink. Now, pink has got to be nice, right? Pink. Yep. Yeah. Pink panties, or uh, underwear, excuse me. Uh... He's word. Typifies someone who is feminine, 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 and, and sensuous, gentle, and in the need of a little affection. Oh. They tend to be romantic types.
2: Romantical, so, huh?
1: So don't be afraid to take your time with them. Take your time with them. Okay? Now, white. Now, everybody, I mean, I wear white.
2: Tidy
1: whitey. Tidy whitey. This does not okay? surprise me. Right. I mean, I do have a little color on the wheel. Okay.
2: I don't, don't want to know anymore. Yeah, you
1: know. But, you know, white is, white is my staple. That's good. White is associated with innocence. Light, <laughs> purity, virginity, safety, and cleanliness. <laughs> it also could represent...
2: Innocence. A, that's right.
1: Yep. It also could represent a fresh start. Thank you. Such as a winter falling snow oh, is white. Right? All right. Looking to start a new chapter in your life? Slip on a pair of yes. b- white underwear <laughs> and make the change. People in white particularly, uh, oh wait a minute. people in white are particularly open to suggestions and willing learners. Okay. okay. I'm just saying. All right. And one more. Oh, it's got to be black. It is black. Very good. You must be psychic I man. must be. Black is both negative and positive. It's power and elegance, mystery and aggression, the yin and the yang. (laughs) It's all how you wear it. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. On your head? (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) Black is particularly, uh, particularly seductive and powerful and suggests deep passion. All right. So according to pantheologists... That is what you put on your underwear and what you're really saying for the day.
2: Okay, thank you. So thank you, you, Van Helsing, for sharing that.
1: So you liked it, didn't you?
2: With everyone. It was wonderful. You really it liked it, didn't you? fabulous. It, was
1: it better than my <laughs> relic one?
2: Yes. I, I If I had to choose between the colored panties and the relics, I would take the panties every I, I, time. Underwear,
1: colored underwear. Every time. This is G-show.
2: Oh, my G-rated God. G-rated show. What's wrong with panties?
1: Don't say anyway. that. Anyway.
2: All right. <clears throat> cool.
1: Do you know the, the early settlers, they used to sew, sew, get sewn up in their underwear for the winter? No. It's true. True story. Stop. Honest to God.
2: No, I don't want to know.
1: Yeah, they, they would sew I don't them in their know. underwear. I- which, of course, means they didn't bathe until how, spring. How? Yeah, no. Well, they had the little hatch. All right. Let's okay. moving
2: on. Move, we're going to move on. We're going to move on to the next thing. All right
1: the control room on? crew is really You want anything more about
2: No. No more undies. Okay.
1: No fine. more.
2: All right. Okay. So, on a more serious note. Uh, I can get more oh. serious than that. Everybody compose yourselves. All right, fine. Okay. I can can get more serious than that. No, you can't. So, last year, Van Helsing said I did a little I always do a little Christmas poem and I liked it and I missed it. We didn't it this year. we didn't we didn't do a Christmas um, our usual Christmas show. We did it our Sherlock awesome Holmes. Yeah, we that had an awesome, awesome Sherlock Holmes Christmas show. If you missed it, go back in the archives. Wow, you got to listen to that. You're mm. going to love it. Uh, so <laughs> Ron said, Ann, why don't you do a poem in uh, commemoration very of, of our uh, 2016 Right.
1: Did you put your season. creative underwear on? Uh, Which maybe. Which would be, what color is the creative? I'm
2: not sure. I, I forget. So, um, we're, we're going to dive right ahead, all right? So, sure, here's sure. my little poem for uh, 2016. <clears throat> we started 2016 in recognition of an old favorite author, Edgar Allan Poe. We spoke of his life and read Nevermore and watched a new Poe toaster walk through the door. Our next show had a religious tone as we showed America's only agnostic, Rosemarie ferrone However, it went quickly off the tracks with Van Helsing's religious artifacts. Then came a show about table tipping, a Victorian favorite pastime to get the spirits quipping, a new form of spirit communication in the 1800s, which was sh- sh- sweeping the nation. Ah, I threw my cadence all off. Okay. Next, we talked about pole dancing ghosts. Guess Wendy Reardon insists it's no hoax. She also told us about the dead popes and showed us a death mask. Is it haunted? We hopes. On show number 30, we spoke about Ouija boards. Hey, I didn't say I was perfect. That's funny. I had to rhyme stuff. On show number 30, we spoke about Ouija boards another form of spirit communication used by hordes of Victorians. And even today, we are still using them and not just to play. And now we took a summer road trip. It wasn't a far one to the Rutland prison camp, investigating with Leslie Marden. We saw abandoned cells and hospital ruins and found verification of Leslie's visions. Angels and demons were discussed next. In Anticipation of Upcoming Spirit Quest, Anne talked about the angelic tears, Ron about demons increasing our fears. Then in September, our annual guest, Steve Parsons, put our knowledge of ghostology to the test. We snuck in an extra show while Steve was still with us, touring the USS Salem with Sam Baltrusis. This haunted ship was very interesting, with stories and odd occurrences to keep us guessing. Finally, our favorite, the Halloween show. Of course we were in costume and ready to go, with spells and stories and tales of places that made Ron's list of most haunted spaces. And suddenly, another year was about to go dark, as we hit our three-year anniversary mark.
1: Wait a minute, minute, pull the thing. Oh. (coughs) There you go.
2: A Sherlock Holmes Christmas was a fun way to mark the most festive of holidays. Now we start 2017, a fresh new year. Yes, with fresh underwear. (coughs) With more paranormal shows for you to hear. Thank you for supporting us. We hope you'll continue to tune in for our crazy antics and for this we thank you. The end.
1: That was so look special. underwear
2: even 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 rhymes. How about that?
1: I know it. That was so swell. <laughs> that was uh, there. You go. There we go.
2: A poet. I don't know it.
1: Except for your feet, the Longfellows.
2: Uh, oh, I get it. Longfellows.
1: That's right. as old as I am. It is. Yeah. It's
2: older. Fine. It's older. All
1: right. But that was pretty good. And and we thank got, you. And we, we do have an announcement to make too. Is because. This year at Ghost Chronicles, um, I'm back in touch with my good friend Val Ventura. Ooh, Ooh, I love Val. Love he
2: loves Val. Uh,
1: I want to have her baby.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think that was in your horoscope, was it? Was it? Yeah, Might have.
1: It could have been. All right. <laughs> but anyway, she'll be back with uh, more of Beyond Bizarre. Awesome. Which are awesome.
2: They are. Yeah. Sometimes they're kind of gross. They can't be any more gross than the first story we told
1: today. But what the boiling? Uh, the boiling was, gen-
2: uh, general.
1: I, so anyways Major. we we have something special for you yes, because you know the Super Bowl's coming up.
2: Yes. Woohoo. Right? Yeah. So we all know who's going to the Super Bowl.
3: Well,
1: you, maybe. you are? Are you? The Patriots. Okay. So you're going to make predictions sure. and you're going to do this by
2: if your cell phone has <laughs> screen, then I already got you. <laughs> that's that's my little phone. Oh, oh Shut up. Okay. All right. I think it's Cal. It's Cal. Hang up. Oh. Shut up. He's never going to shut up now. Russ gave me that uh, for Halloween.
1: All right. So you are going to predict the Super Bowl oh, okay. champion. Okay. You need your pendulum. All right. And what you're going to do is dowsing. Yes. Now dowsing is a uh, pendulum. Right. Right. There are three forms of dowsing. Basically, the fox stick that you walk around finding water. Right. The L rods. <laughs> which mm-hmm. are cool, you can use it as a pendulum. And, yep. of course, pendulum dowsing, the which L- rods some, are of you, control. some of you might, well, some people are really good at it. So You might yep. know a pendulum. If you have, like, a grandmother, they would take a wedding ring or a needle and and put it on a string and put it over the belly of a pregnant woman and yep. tell you if you're having a girl or a boy, yep. right? Yeah, yep. So you're going to use that method, and, and okay. you are a uh, a dowser. You, you've you learned. How did you learn, Anne?
2: Every single time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ron taught me. Ron taught me how to use my pendulum. Thank you, Ron. Yeah. I will be eternally grateful to you forever. And I will forever. never let you forget it either. You'll never let me forget it. No.
1: So, all right, So you've got to predict first we've got to set up the Super Bowl. So okay. we have we have two cards, one is a yes and one is a no. All right. All right. So I will ask you a question. Okay. And you will give me an answer. Nate, do you know anything about football? No? no okay. Sorry. All right, so I think this is the right pairings. I think this is the right pairings. Hopefully it uh, is the right pairings. Uh,
2: we never looked this up.
1: <laughs> we were supposed to look it Sorry, up.
2: Sorry, folks, we forgot.
1: Yeah, we did. All right, so anyways, the first game is Oakland and Miami. Nate, who do you think is going to win? Doesn't matter. That's just pick one. Tell us. Just say Miami or Oakland. We need Miami. to... Miami. Okay, so you're going to ask uh, if... Miami is going to win the game between Oakland and Miami. Okay.
2: All right. So is uh, Miami going to win the game between Oakland and Miami? So is this the correct answer? My pendulum says no. No. Is this the correct answer?
1: I think I got the seating. Okay. Around.
2: So it says yes. Ron. Yes?
1: Yeah, well, you know what? I just screwed that up because it really was Pittsburgh and Miami. <laughs> nice work. All right. So what you have, and it is no. So whatever it is, Miami is not going to win. So. All right. all right. So we can eliminate Miami. Can we
2: eliminate Miami. I just screwed
1: up a little bit. That's right. not a big deal. So the next game nice. would be. Uh, now
2: everybody's got to go call their bookie and change their oh, bet. Not, yeah,
1: okay. Well, no, we said that Miami was not going to win. And whoever right. you choose would be the winner. Okay. okay. Right. So next time. The game is Houston and Oakland. All right. Houston Texans and Oakland. Let's see which one is going to win now. Right. Who's going to win? Houston or Oakland? I mean, Houston and Oakland, right? Houston. Houston. Right. Okay, so, so that's the thing. You're going to find out.
2: Houston is... going to win in the game against who? Uh, Oakland. Oakland. Uh, is this the correct card? No. Is this the correct card?
1: Yes. Yes. All right. So Houston Weep. will yeah. win. Yes. 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 So we can get cross guess, Oakland off. We right. are going to get you the, the winners. You can go out and spend right. and bet money if you do that stuff. All right. Which is illegal We're not by encouraging
2: the way. anybody to bet. Right. And we um 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 let's hold us uh, you will hold us harmless.
1: <laughs> right. Or something like there,
2: that. There, there's a, the legal thing we have to say. All right.
1: Uh-huh.
2: hurry up, we're running out of time. We are? Yeah.
1: Oh crap. All right, let's just jump to Ryan's, it. Get,
2: Ryan's right. standing over there getting ready to give me the cue. All right, so. Uh, no, we still got a couple more minutes.
1: Well, you, well, you got to get right to the, let's go, you want to go right. right to the thing? Get
2: right to the chase.
1: So is, is New England going to win right. the AFC?
2: Yes, I don't even have to doubt it. Is Is
1: New England going to win the AFC?
2: Is New England going to win the AFC? Is this the correct card? No. Is this the correct card? Yes. Here it comes. No we need to do that again
1: <laughs> seriously all right let's just jump to the, the chase then. So you all think, right you who's th- going to
2: win the super bowl
1: so you think it's going to be new england
2: i think new england's going right, to win so
1: we'll put new england in the super bowl of course
2: bowl. i am i'm a patriots fan and who's going to win now we're getting the rap sign
1: all right so nfc who do you want dallas atlanta who's seattle who do you think is going to win the nfc
2: probably seattle
1: Seattle over Dallas?
2: How many times have we played Seattle? Come on, we gotta ri- We, right. we got we to so, wind it up.
1: All right, so who will win? No offense,
2: Seattle Chiefs. Anyways. Oh, all
1: that's right. that's what they say about New England.
2: The bowl. Who
1: will win the Super Bowl? Who will win the Super Bowl? No, you got to tell me. Okay. you, you, you got to ask. Um, is it going to be right. New England or Seattle?
2: Are the Patriots going to win the Super Bowl? Is this the right answer? If
1: this is right. Okay,
2: it says yes. Flip it.
1: Yes. Woo uh,
2: All right, I lost my little my little thing. Yeah, but we, right. we rigged
1: that one, didn't we? Yeah.
2: Because yeah. we, we cheat in New England, but whatever. All right. All right. We're gonna wrap this ship up and uh, I said S H I P is in Paul. I did not just swear. Right, ship. Anyways, right. so we gotta wrap this up. Yep. Thank you everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We wish you all a very happy, prosperous New Year New Year. Yep. With the right color underwear. Right. I was thinking.
1: Change your underwear. Good night. Good night.
0: ghosties, long-legged beasties,
1: and things that go bump in the night. Deliver
0: us, good Lord.
1: And things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.